Studio Hockey is bringing you a podcast series ahead of the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. Talking Tokyo will feature top players from all teams. We will match up talks between a player from each team who will play each other in the opening game in Tokyo. My name is Ernst Baart. Welcome to Talking Tokyo. July 24 is the day that Tokyo games get underway. At least we hope. So until then, on the 24th of every month, we will present to you a new episode of Talking Tokyo to get you in the mood. Hockey in Tokyo starts on the 25th of July and one of the games of this opening day will be Argentina versus Spain. That's why we asked Mickey Delas and Lucas Villa to join us in Talking Tokyo. Mickey Delas, aged 35, is a Spanish defender from the mythical club FC Barcelona, Mesquion Club. As, as Mickey will explain, in 2007, he made the difficult decision to leave his own club for Athletic Terrassa, where he won four titles in five years in Spain, before moving to Belgium, where he played for another five years for Antwerp, before returning to his beloved Barca. Lucas Villa is an Argentina striker and a very creative player. Aged 33, he is now one of the experienced players in the team, defending their gold medal in the next Olympics. Lucas played in his Argentina, in the Netherlands, in Belgium, in Spain and in Germany. Both will play their third Olympic Games in Tokyo. We hope. Hello, Mickey. Hello, Lucas. Uh, we've got a uh, Latin podcast today, but uh, no, we're not going to do it in Spanish because my Spanish is absolute rubbish. So we're going to try and do it in English anyway. <laughs> but uh, our guest for today, Mickey Delas uh, from Spain and Lucas Villa from uh, Argentina, are both in the running for Tokyo. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey, thank you very much. It's an absolute pleasure to be here from Barcelona and uh, thanks a lot to having us. Uh, hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, Miggy. Lucas, you're, you're in Germany, I suppose? No, no, in Buenos Aires. First question, guys. Um, it, it's, it's a simple one. Why do you play hockey, Miggy? Uh... Good question. Here uh, in Spain, as you can imagine, uh, it's not really a popular sport. I'm uh, also from Barcelona, where uh, we have an amazing club of football. And here it's a matter of tradition. My dad uh, uh, is still playing. He's uh, 65, but still uh, in good shape. And uh, my mm -hmm. brother played as well. So uh, we started really, really young. I was uh, four years when I started playing hockey. Um, I'm lucky because I play also for uh, for Barca, FC Barcelona. It's the uh, same club as uh, football, but it's a really small section. But uh, we really enjoy playing, playing good. And uh, yeah, uh, I think that it's a sport that uh, you can you can uh, do a lot of things to try around the world. And, uh, and I feel really lucky to to be part of this uh, big sport. Uh -huh. Lucas, how did you go start with your hockey? Well, for me, it was uh, kind of the same. I have all my family who played hockey before, my grandpa, then my father, and then my my oldest two brothers. So it was kind of a, a tradition that I 
choose to follow because I I try other sports like uh, yeah football tennis and all kind of sport and at the end when I was a bit uh, like a teenager I I had to choose and I think that hockey was was the the sport that I liked the, I like it the most and um, where I could share a lot of time with friends with good people so I think was a was a nice environment to to be grown up and uh, of course then with the with the years and with the trainings and the tournaments I every time I like it more and I I was happy that I made that uh, that decision Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and why do you continue to play hockey? Because especially at the level that you guys play, it takes a lot of sacrifice. It takes a lot of your personal life. Um, it takes a lot of time uh, and energy. So why do you continue? Because you're both not very young players anymore. I'm sorry to say, <laughs> but so why do you continue to play hockey, Mickey? Yeah, for me it's uh, really simple. It's because uh, I love to compete, and uh, the opportunity that hockey gives us it's that you can play or you can uh, compete yourself and 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 try to beat the, your opponent every single week. Uh, every weekend it's a new fight where you you can improve a lot during the week, and and especially because you do it with with a team with a group of friends that uh, especially when. When you win, you you really enjoy it, and that's that's the process that I love. It's uh, to to every week. It's a different new week, and uh, the emotions that you have from the weekend uh, are are incredible. Mm-hmm. Lucas, for you as well, you're a family man. Uh, meanwhile, how, how come you still continue playing hockey? What 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 is the passion for playing hockey? Yeah, well, I think uh, you kind of uh, get used to it, and then. <laughs> You every time, every time you you like it more. It's more challenging. You you want to achieve uh, new things, and uh, when you play in a in a highest level, then you you really need it to to keep on feeling uh, that thing. So uh, every time I look for for a new challenge, for a new objective for next year or next season, and there is uh, where I got my my motivation, and um, and I enjoy it. Of course, I enjoy to play. Uh, to be in the field and uh, also that my family and uh, all my friends uh, support me and they enjoy it from outside. So it's a, it's a nice feeling. What, what sport would you have played, uh, Lucas, if uh, if hockey was not an option? And, and would you have been good at that sport as well? Well, I think we all have the, the dream to be a football player. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But... Uh, yeah, but with the, I don't know, when you are getting a bit old, uh, now I like it more the golf. So I think I, I would like to be a, a really, really good golf player. <laughs> Mickey, same question for you. What sport would you have chosen if, uh, if not hockey? Uh, probably football, but uh, well, you know, I'm not the tallest guy in the world. So I think that I wouldn't have many chances to, to really go very far. But uh, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Leon Messi is not that big as well. Yeah, but he's uh, yeah. he he's given he has a a, a gorgeous touch. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that, uh, and I'm pretty sure that uh, Lucas will be agree with me that uh, we spend many, 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 many hours, uh, and we improve a lot uh, ourselves, our uh, physical and our mentally. But I think that if we had uh, invest the same amount of hours in any other sports, 
uh, probably we, we had uh, been really successful as well. But uh, well, I've got, uh, I always uh, thought that uh, I, I would love to be a, a rock star. Not me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that the music would be another, another something similar, not that something that you can create, that you can improve, that you can go on. So, so why not? Okay, so if I ask you to to sing a song here, you you can yeah. really bring out the the beautiful rock song. Uh, no, because you know the connection is not the best. The baby is sleeping. You know. No, you no, know. no. We hear you. We hear you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think at the end of, the, of 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 this podcast, we're going to ask you to sing a song for us. <laughs> um, Mickey, who, who has been the most influential for you to become the player that you are today? Mm, when uh, it's not the first time that uh, uh, somebody asks me these questions, and people always try to find uh, like a superstar or a big uh, hockey player. But if I have to be honest, my biggest inspiration was my brother. He's two years older than me, and uh, he well, we actually played many, many games together. And uh, he was older, and uh, when I was a kid, I will always look up to him, and I learned many things from him. And uh, well, uh, it's uh, when you are two guys in same family, it's not always uh, easy. I, I uh, we had many fights when we were young, but uh, I think that our character. Uh, we both made that as each other better, and uh, yeah, I always love to to play with him. And he was also in in uh, the youth selection of Spain, and I always uh, had mm-hmm. him in uh, like a mirror. And uh, yeah, for, to be fair, it's my inspiration. Uh, is is still my brother. Okay, Lucas, you also do had two uh, older brothers who were pretty good at hockey. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of the same. Uh, when you're uh, a little kid, you just look at uh, at the oldest players, and if uh, one of your brothers is one of those, I think you you even if you don't want, you just un- admire them and you try to to copy them. So I think they they follow they they show you an example, and then you can you can follow it. But uh, mm-hmm. also behind this is I think the my father was a, a big. Uh, a big person in my story. <laughs> so mm. he always uh, showed me the way and tried to explain me how, how the things work. And I think that was, uh, was a really important when you are, uh, when you are getting the, um, in a, in a proper age that you, you can find different things that you have your father who, who show you the way where you, you should go. Mm-hmm. As as a hockey player as well, or or just as as an influential person in your life, you mean? No, no, as a hockey player as well, because he was uh, he was a really good coach of hockey, also in my uh-huh. team here in in Argentina. So, of course, as a person, he does uh, his part at home. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in hockey, especially, I think he was a really a good mentor and a. And a good uh, and a good guide to have. What challenges did you have to overcome to become the hockey player that you are today, Lucas? Uh, well, I think the, the the injuries are one of the challenges that we most of us we we have in our in our career. Mm-hmm. I got a well, pretty bad injury on my knee from. A, 
uh, almost eight to ten years ago and it's still there. So it's a it's a big thing that you have in your mind and your body. So you have to you have to be strong and try to to win that uh, that small fight that you have uh, against the injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, you you came you you moved across the world for your for your game of hockey. Uh, did that present this extra set of challenges or or just opportunities? Yeah, I think yeah, it was also a challenge to be when you are eighteen, nineteen years old, and you are having fun in with your friends in the, in life, and you have to uh-huh. maybe to to pick the professional career. Maybe and I had to move to Europe when I was really young. So you miss all those kind of things that, uh, yeah, that another normal people have. But uh, for me, at the beginning, it was difficult. But then I think I enjoyed it and and I was happy with the decision I made. So uh, I don't know if it was a challenge, but it was at the beginning it was. But then I I, I really uh, support my decision and I was happy with the with the career that I, I chose. Mickey, same question. Uh, what challenges did you overcome to become the player you are today? Uh, well, uh, for me, one of the biggest challenges that I had in my life was uh, to decide to to move from my my original club, which is uh, Barca. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, as I said before, it's not really uh, a big section. It's not professional in, in, in Barca. And we don't really have the. We are not fighting for for uh, leagues and titles. So in a certain point of my life, I I had to to move, and uh, it was the club of my life. Actually, my father was the chairman. Um, mm-hmm. He's also a really good mentor as uh, as Lucas' father as well. But at a certain point, I had to deal with uh, with my dad, uh, also chairman. And in some moment, I had to to say to him, "Okay, I I want to move because uh, I need more." No, and uh, I was. Uh, then I went to Athletic, where I had a really, really. I I like to say it's uh, one of the best moments of my life, where I stayed there with Athletic, and I enjoyed it a lot. I we won four leagues in five years, mm-hmm. so it was uh, really good. And then I had again this uh, this sensation, this feeling, no, that that it's it, it's not enough. I want more. And uh, also with the Olympics, my first uh, appearance at London, uh, that we were uh, like always, no, uh, quite quite kind of close. But uh, mm-hmm. then I said to myself, it's not enough. And then I I moved to Belgium, where I played. For, uh, originally, I went there to to be only one year, and finally uh, it was five, and I really uh-huh. enjoyed it well. Uh, but. Um, yeah, always a challenge. Uh, you need to find them, but uh, the the most important thing is that you have to look to yourself and say, "What do you want?" No, if you you want to to go for uh, for everything, you have to sometimes, uh, as Lucas said, you have to do your own sacrifices. Uh, but uh, many times it's worth it. No, it's when you have chance to to play amazing tournaments like Olympics or World Cups. Uh, you are uh, you are some. You feel that you are somebody with uh, really lucky, no, and. and and at mm-hmm. the end, all the efforts and all the sacrifices that you do are worth it. What would be uh, the most important lesson that you learned as a younger athlete from another player? So not from a coach, not from your parents, from, from one of your teammates, Mickey. 
It's uh, difficult to say because you you get many things, but uh, uh, in my case, uh, uh, when first time I went to to Athletic, uh, it was uh, one of the oldest uh, players there, uh, Xavi Rivas, uh, who, who was uh, a really good uh, defender and he was a key player and in that team. And the first thing that he said to me, it's that he, he said something like, uh, "Okay, you come from." Some um, from other team, and if you want to to be part of this team, you have to work every day and show every single training that you deserve to be in this team. And uh, the first time was kind of shocking, but at the end, I, I I really learned it from that, and I think it was a really good lesson that uh, if you want to to be important, you have to show it every day. Mm-hmm. Lucas, same question for you. What was the most important lesson you learned as a younger athlete from another player? Uh, well, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think the respect to each other, uh, when you come into a new team, when you're uh, a young guy, maybe you don't understand uh, all of the, of, of the things that they are trying to explain, but if you see, and if you look at the, as an examples and the, the oldest player who respect the, everybody in the field, I think there, there was a thing that I, I like it to, to copy from somebody else. So uh, I had many, I had many players who who showed me that uh, respect. So I try to to copy them and now to use it uh, when I am one of the oldest in the in the team right now. Uh, so if if you ever have a young guy coming into your team now, what what would the lesson that be that that you give for a young guy? Yeah, I think that's the the respect is more important. Because uh-huh. whatever you do, if you do it uh, okay or not, if you show respect and uh, and that you you're you have a good intention, I think that's what it counts at the end. Uh, then, if we talk more about hockey itself, I think you have to to show your best and to try uh, to train hard and to try uh, to always be better. So I will. I will say to a young guy that nothing is impossible, that you have to keep training and keep uh, trying really, really hard, that at the end it it will come. Um, Mickey, why are you still a player in the Spanish national team? How would you describe yourself as a player? And what is your added value for this uh, Spanish national team? Well, it's a good question also. Uh, um, I think that um, it's... Uh, Let's say it's not really normal that a player like me is still on the national team because I'm I'm 35 years old and and for me the 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 most important thing it's it's about the consistency, no? Uh, and uh, it's something that uh, not all the players uh, they they really think on that, and uh, it's important that you have to realize that sometimes you can make a mistake during the game, but uh, it doesn't matter. You have to focus on the next action, no? And and uh, we have a uh, a lot of uh, talent players in Spain, but uh, sometimes they they just uh, doing super good actions and and then super bad actions, and sometimes it's better just to do everything uh, good enough, you know, good enough or or be consistent and uh, also to have the motivation. That for me also it's really important, no? That uh, you you need to know that. Uh, uh yeah I know that I'm I'm not the most talented player in 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 Spain for sure 
but uh, I I train every day to to be one of those, and uh, I try to learn every day uh, from from my teammates and uh, also from from the tips that people gives to you. Still, no, uh, I'm doing now. I'm for example, I'm starting playing in a new position, and I'm 35 years old, and it's it's like uh, <laughs> kind of shocking. And uh, uh-huh. I'm one of the the guys uh, that goes more to to talk with the coach, say, okay, what do I need to do better, no? And and uh, uh-huh. for me, it's kind of funny because I I said to the to the young players that they come to to the to the national team, they say, okay, go to talk with uh, with the coach because he's gonna develop you and he's gonna make you better, but uh, they don't want to or they they think mm-hmm. that they are just good enough and. This is something, and also I think that 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 we, Lucas and myself, we are from uh, another generation, and there are now a lot of uh, players that are starting to shine in the in in the in hockey world. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh, you you can really see in the first trainings that uh, they they are another generation, and and they are used to other things, and uh, instead of saying that they are different or they are worse. It's better just to try to learn from them, and uh, and also, also you give your your impact as well. Lucas, same question for you: is how would you describe yourself as a player, and what do you consider your added value for the team of Argentina? I think what's kind of the same of uh, what Mickey tried to explain is uh, is experience that we have now. I think we have uh, many many games and on our shoulders, so we can uh, we can use that in our favor. Try to trying to control uh, moments of the game and not to be so uh, so mix it and uh, how Mickey said that you have a really good action and after that you have three bad actions so it's better to 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 stay on a line that you are useful to the team and you can uh, you can control mentally also that uh, that important moments so um, I think that could be a, an added value for well. For the experienced player who who know these things and who who can react during the games on the on the difficult moments that we have in the in those sixty minutes and and well me as a player I, I don't know it's uh, I think it's what you what everybody looked uh, <laughs> when I play I try to to be uh, how can I say. Uh, handy with the ball and try to to do my actions to get the corners to get goals. Uh, most of the of the thing that a striker has to do. First game in Tokyo will be uh, against Spain, Lucas. How, how would you describe your opponent? Uh, and uh, what what are the strong points from Spain? Well, Spain is. Uh, I think they have a really. Uh, Good uh, control of the ball. They have. They want to like. Uh, they like to have a lot of ball possession. And um, yeah, I think the the defenders at the at the midfield are, are quite strong. And we have to be very careful about their their few strikers, really quick that they have, as uh, Xavi or Kike. Uh, and the corner also with the with Paukemar, I think. Uh, we had a, a few troubles uh, on this pro league a few months ago, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think we we know how how Spain plays, and we are gonna try to 
to put some pressure and uh, to not let them uh, control the ball so easily. Mickey, same question. Uh, Argentina, a formidable opponent, gold, gold medalist from Rio as your first opponent in uh, in Tokyo. What are their strengths and, and uh, how would you fight them? Yeah, we love to play uh, Argentina always because uh, I think that uh, we both are uh, um, a really passionate team and we have uh, uh, moments that uh, we can. We both are uh, are able to do uh, many, many amazing things. I think that Argentina, one of the, the, of course, the key points that they have are the penalty corners. They used to be Payat, uh, but also Tolini uh, for me. If I had to pick up two, two of the best uh, drag flickers in the world, uh, probably uh, I would take those two, no? and, and they are from the same country. But uh, other side, I think that uh, they, a lot of people, they they really look uh, look up at, at the strikers that are really handy, as uh, Lucas said, with uh, Matsili, with uh, Lucas. But also there are a lot of uh, players that uh, they know exactly what to do. And this is really important, no? that you have a, a really balanced, with uh, with a mix of experience, uh, talent, and uh, and clear ideas that it's uh, really important that uh, they they are not afraid to to defend to be a uh, kind of physical. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, it will be really a, a tight game, especially because we know each other really well and we we had uh, really tight matches uh, in the past. And I think that uh, for sure will be. Uh, a game full of goals and uh, with a lot of uh, spectacle. Uh, when when I first started thinking about uh, having this podcast uh, about uh, about Tokyo and your road to Tokyo, uh, one of the questions that that I had in mind is uh, describe your road to Tokyo. Well, obviously, in in in, in today's uh, times with with the coronavirus and 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 all the uncertainty that we have about if Tokyo is even going to go ahead at at the planned dates, yes or no. Uh, it, it makes it even more difficult. But, uh, Mickey, how would you describe your road to Tokyo and how do you make sure that you will be at your best, hopefully in July or, or maybe later if, if uh, the games have to be postponed? Uh, well, this is something that uh, I we don't really know nowadays uh, when it's going to be, but I can uh, speak about uh, what was my plan uh, until yesterday, <laughs> no? That it was uh, yeah. to make uh, everything that it's in, in our hands, and especially in my case, that uh, will be my last tournament. And, and this is a really special feeling because uh, when when you start to, to play many years and uh, you repeat uh, preparations, and uh, especially physically, is starting to be uh, quite demanding. And uh, if you know that you are going to do uh, one of the things that you love the most for last time, you put all your effort. No? And um, of, of course, you need, uh, in my case, um, you need really a lot of organization because uh, I'm working, I have a family, I'm also part of the youth committee of my own club. But uh, I've got this this fire inside me, no? That uh, that makes me mm-hmm. go really early to run, and then to the gym, then uh, eight hours uh, eight hours working and go training when it's uh, in the regular season. But uh, yes, it's it's uh, it's uh, something really special when you know that something you are gonna do it for last time, and um, and the the other thing is that we are confident with ourselves because we are starting to do things properly. And we had really good preparation, and we had uh, good tournaments. Not uh, not not every single game, 
but we 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 realized that we can beat any opponent that we have in front of us so mm-hmm. also what we need to do is is uh it's to 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 make sure that uh, every day it's a, a good day mm-hmm. lucas also for you describe your road to tokyo and and how are you going to manage this uncertainty of of yeah are we going to play in july or will it be later this year or will it be next year How do you manage to be at the, the peak of your form at the right moment? Well, yeah, now it's, uh, it's kind of uh, difficult to, to say, but the plan was to, yeah, to put uh, everything uh, to aside and to put Tokyo as our first priority. I mean, in my, in my whole life, in my whole organization, it's uh, everything was around Tokyo, so it was... Uh, these six months was dedicated to training, to be focused on the on the team, and there. Then I could, uh, of course, uh, play in in Europe. The the month that I had to play in, in Germany, but after that, uh, uh-huh. also come back to to the team and try to be hundred percent focused on the on the need on the things that we need to to get better, because we have a. Um, Yeah, a few changes in our in our first team, so we we needed uh, a bit more of training and time. So maybe this is a, it's a good thing for us that uh, if they are postponed, we have more time for for being together yeah. for training. So we will see. But uh, now I'm yeah training at home every day, trying to to be healthy and fit. And when the moment comes to that we can go out again and play, well. We should be we should be ready to to perform, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And if we play this year, try to be ready as soon as possible. But if it is next year, I think it's a uh, it's the same. We had to put uh, Tokyo as our first priority, and then uh, keep training and keep being together with the team as much as we can. Mm-hmm. What what is your team's ambition for Tokyo, Lucas? And what are your what is your personal ambition in Tokyo? Uh, well, if we if we talk about ambition, of course, I would like and I would love to to repeat what happened in Rio. Uh, <laughs> but I know that was <laughs> that is difficult, and it was a, a a difficult road that we that we had. And now we we are trying to do the same because we know what what we have to do to get uh, to the top. So. Uh, My personal ambition is that is that to do all what it needs to to be there and to be uh, and to reach the the highest position that we can. Because mm-hmm. for 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 Rio, I prepared the same way. I didn't know that we we were going to to win, but I prepared myself to to win every game. So and it worked. So now it's the same. I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready to to win everybody. Spain in the first game. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, all the all the the other matches that we will have we have to think that we that we can win and we are going to do everything to to win it. Uh Mickey, same question. What what are the ambition what is the ambition from Spain in Tokyo and uh, what is your personal ambition? When will you be happy if you leave Tokyo? Mm, well, um, we go for medal for sure and then uh, uh-huh. we of course we we are uh, working hard 
and we 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 go for for gold but uh, we also are realistic and we know that there are other really good teams that are preparing themselves but uh yeah a little bit uh, it's it's important to i think it's a long tournament that uh, physically will be really demanding especially with the with the weather that uh, mm-hmm. will be really tough and very hot well now, now we will see especially in which uh, moment of the year it is but uh, but I, that means that you have to be really really fit and also ready for uh, for be really good in 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 every game. No, I think that uh, uh, the tournament uh, it's not how it starts; it's how it ends. And I think that uh, it will be really a lot of matches during the group. But the most important game is the quarterfinals. That uh, well, in in Rio we were a bit unlucky and we lost against uh, Argentina but this is the game that you really need to to win no? uh, the 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 pool is really important because uh, in mm-hmm. our group uh, we i think that uh, there's um, there's anything clear on paper which ranking are are going to be but uh, mm-hmm. of course uh, on the other side the other pool is 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 uh, it's, it's crazy yeah and you, if you now, sometimes I think to myself, okay, which opponent would you like to play? I'm not sure about that. But what I'm, mm-hmm. what I'm sure is that we have to do whatever it's in our hand to, to win the square final and then uh, fight for medals. If you can name one player who will have a big impact in Tokyo on the game of hockey uh, or maybe the success of his team, but uh, also for the game of hockey in, in total, which player do you think will have the biggest impact in uh, Tokyo and why? Mickey, um, I would I would pick uh, Alex Kendricks because I played with him and I think that he's <laughs> growing up a lot uh, as a player, uh, not only as a as a drag flicker. I think that he he was uh, the game changer in uh, the World Cup, but also at the at the European Cup uh, he he did a really good tournament. I think that he's uh, improving a lot. Uh, physically, he's a beast, and uh, yeah, I think that he he will be an add value to to his team, especially. Well, Belgium they have a, a really good squad and really good uh, players. Uh, very different between them, but I think that uh, Alex uh, can make the difference for them. Mm-hmm. And from your own team, who will be the player who will have a big impact and surprise maybe the rest of us? Um, I think that uh, Paukemada can be one of those. But uh, uh, I was uh, talking before for uh, an important game that uh, for us will be the quarterfinals, and I hope uh-huh. to see in that game the Xavi Leonard that uh, we saw at the European Cup against uh, Holland. That he was <laughs> uh, incredible. I think uh, I know Xavi really well, and uh, uh, sometimes. Uh, you cannot really see him in all the matches, but when he's uh, on his best day, he can he can win a game by himself. And and talking this in international level, that means that uh, he's uh, one of the best players of the world. Mm-hmm. Lucas, who who do you think will be uh, a big impact in Tokyo? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think one of the yeah of the build team. Players could be one of the of the biggest uh, thing in Tokyo, but I think that Australia with uh, with Blake Gobers, I think he will 
he will be more decisive and a key player for for their development. Uh, because if he scores the corners and if he's uh, strong in attack, I think Australia has uh, has a really good team and will have uh, much more chances if he's in a in a good shape. Mm-hmm. And from your own team, who will make uh, a big uh, impact uh, in Argentina? Uh, well, I hope that uh, our 11 players. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Smart answer. <laughs> no, I hope that uh, Matias Rey has a... Ha, I wish that he has a really good tournament because he's, uh, he's our engine, he's our... Uh, the mm-hmm. player who 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 marked the the rhythm of the games, who who take the pace, so we the co- we really the conductor of the orchestra. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Maybe nobody notices, but we do. Uh-huh. So we we, we do, really I need him. In a, <laughs> I know that you do. <laughs> <laughs> If he's in a good shape, he push everybody up, and uh, we all have someone who who can uh, fix all, all our problems. <laughs> well, before you know it, uh, Tokyo will be over. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe this year, maybe next year, but time flies, as you know by now. Um, and I suppose that after Tokyo, you will still, even at, uh, at your age, still return to club hockey. Um, but what will you do once your playing days are over, Mickey? Uh, yes, uh, I'm, I'm. I'm lucky because here in, in Spain we we said that this, uh, hockey is not a professional sport. Only a few players can live only on that. Um, and uh, well, I'm a journalist and I'm already working with a pharmaceutical company, and I'm really happy on that because uh, sometimes I think mm-hmm. that uh, hockey it's uh, uh, takes a lot of part of your your life and sometimes you need uh, to look some some other places and uh, yeah I'm starting to develop a, a job or a working career and I think that uh, it will be really good on that but I'm I'm also a kind of hockey freak and I'm uh, I'm, I'm studying to having my my coach uh, course Diploma, so, for, uh-huh. for, yes, the diploma, and uh, yeah, probably I will be a coach in a few years. Uh, I have to say that I have uh, uh, really good coaches in my life, and I think I learn a lot from them. And uh, and also, I would like to to enjoy from the other side of the pitch. No, uh, uh, I <laughs> spent many, many, many hours playing, and sometimes when you you are a part of a tournament, you cannot really enjoy things because just you are focused on yourself. And uh, uh-huh. also with, uh, with my but, kids. But trust me, as a guy with, with a lot of experience on the other side of the fence, it's more fun on the pitch. <laughs> I, can agree. I can agree. But uh, uh, yeah, sometimes it's like uh, to, to to take a, a step aside and then to, to uh-huh. enjoy the moments. And I'm and I have to say that uh, yeah, I, I feel that I had a, a really long career and really really funny and uh, and I enjoyed it a lot but if uh, yeah I think that a good way to to finish my international career will be with a with a medal <laughs> I can imagine uh, Lucas same question uh, when when hockey is over for you or when your playing days are over for you what what do you have on the on the planning well I was 
I was developing something here in, in Argentina. I had uh, two hockey shops where uh, where it was working okay, but I can't uh, uh, be full focus on this. So when my playing uh, days are finished, I would like to be more focused on this and trying to to develop this a bit more. And yeah, always to be connected with hockey in the future, I think. But maybe more in the in the business commercial commercial thing, uh, and trying uh-huh. to I don't know to do something new to to be connected with sports and uh, and also especially with hockey. But uh, we will see. Um, I like to to always try new things. Uh, I'm a kind of uh, entrepreneur that I like to. <laughs> To I don't know I like cooking as well so my fantasy is always to have a like a restaurant like a small bar okay so, okay uh, we will, yeah, we so will you, you, you you have the restaurant and then Mickey comes to sing in your restaurant <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's perfect for Friday night perfect Mickey deal <laughs> deal <laughs> uh, okay guys um Last question that I always uh, like to ask: um, If you if you look back at at the career that you both had uh, have had and and with the amazing things that uh, that you have done in your in your playing days as a hockey player, how much of your playing career and your success is because of luck, and how much is because of other factors like determination or or certain talent or ability, and, and why do you think that is, uh, Lucas? Well, yeah, I think that luck is a is a tricky word, but uh, at the end we all need it a bit, eh? mm-hmm. because uh, yeah, you can do everything uh, what is in your possibilities. You can train really hard. You can do, you can play a, a perfect match for fifty nine minutes, but at the end, if you if you don't have that uh, little thing that we call luck. Uh, sometimes you don't you don't get the the result you want. So mm-hmm. I think that the, yeah, to succeed you you have we all have a, a little bit of luck. But if you don't uh, if you don't do your own thing, you don't uh, train, you don't put your all your efforts uh, uh, next to the luck. It's uh, you you won't get anything. So mm-hmm. Mickey, Mickey, same question. Yes, I think that uh, luck happens only a few days uh, during the year and determination and work is uh, rest. So I agree that uh, you need uh, a kind of uh, luck to win some matches, but that will be one or two per season. But the rest you win with uh, work, with uh, uh, determination and also with preparation. Uh, I agree that if if you are in the highest level, sometimes you need uh, uh, a bit of luck to win tough games. But if you don't have, uh, you haven't worked before, doesn't matter about. Uh, you can be really lucky, but uh, you are gonna lose for sure. So mm-hmm. I would say ninety five percent determination, work, uh, sacrifice, and the rest, and five four percent uh, luck and one percent uh, big empires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need the umpires as well. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Uh, okay, guys, the, the very last question, and, and then I'm going to let you go to your families again. Um, 
suppose okay we 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 all know that the the likelihood that Tokyo will not be played in in July August like uh, like scheduled uh, is becoming uh, more and more uh, realistic uh, these days uh, when do you think the Tokyo games should be played uh, later this year or, or what do you prefer uh, in in the summer of next year Nikki Yeah, I think that if, uh, well, here in, in Spain, uh, uh, the media and the news are already saying that uh, it's 100% they're going to postpone. And uh, in four weeks, they are going to take the decision. From my eyes, if uh, you want to postpone, it has no sense to do it two, three, four, five, six months later because the uh, situation is not going to change that much. I think that mm-hmm. uh, if you really want to move, you have to do it one year later. There are many questions about like uh, the villa, the merchandising. No, you can imagine that uh, the, all the Japanese people, they print millions of t-shirts with uh, Tokyo 2020 and, and <laughs> I know what's going to happen. But uh, I think for the for the outlets, it has sense to do it one year later when you have time now to, to uh, re- reinforce yourself, to think in uh, next season, to prepare to planning properly because if uh, if it's in one month they said okay we do it uh, three more uh, three months later um, you don't really have a lot of time to to react so i think that uh, i expect that it's only one year because if it's uh, 2022 uh, it's gonna be too long and uh, and we are counting years in at my age so uh, hopefully it's only one more year and uh, we are lucky that we are already qualified and we have uh, one year to prepare. Yeah, Lucas, same question. Would you prefer in a couple of months or just next year or 2022 maybe? No, no. 2022, no, please. <laughs> no. I will be at the no. restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're singing. No, I think it's in a, if we do it in a year time, then I think it's the... It's a good solution because, yeah, we need a... I don't know how long it's going to take this thing of the corona, but uh, it looks like it's going to take a few months. So uh, we are not going to be... Nobody would be focused and ready to, to play in a, in a short period. So uh, it will be wise if we have one year for, for a new preparation and to, mm-hmm. yeah, to get uh, settled and to plan a, a new year with the uh, with all the things that can happen but if you do it in a in three or four months uh, from now it's it's too soon for for everybody mm-hmm. i can imagine yeah okay guys thank you very much for your time uh, let, let's hope that uh, that uh, they make the, the the smartest decision with regards to tokyo and and let's hope that uh, if it uh, it's in 2021 that uh, both of you are still uh, fit enough to be selected and uh, and go to Tokyo anyway. Huh? Okay. <laughs> we will see. Thank you. Okay, much. guys. Thanks. Bye bye. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.